Well, good afternoon. We just got out of a short little class today. It was about uh, delusions, but they didn't mean like uh, one of the three poisons. They were talking illusions, ma, uh, mana, and rupa. Uh, mana versus rupa. So, um, delusions. Uh, I didn't know how it related, but we got to... Um, Emptiness, which was pretty good. Uh, but the speaker had a, a story from, I guess, the Pali. These are supposed to be Vipassana practitioners. And the story went that the, the Buddha was out wandering with his monk buddies and picked up some dirt and said, if there is permanence, even in this amount of dirt, or, I mean, let's be honest, it probably was, you know, dhamma or rupa or whatever, whatever the word was, because it doesn't matter, right? All one thing. So the story went that the Buddha picked up this little piece of dirt and said, you know, if there was permanence even in this tiny mote of dust, then there would be no liberation in the teachings. What's funny is the teacher said, well, I'm not exactly sure what they were getting at in this, and then proceeded to talk about impermanence. So I think this was a teaching that was provided for them. Or some sort of, there's a lot of, uh, what do you call it? And that's what some of these groups will do is, uh, you know, they'll certify teachers and then they'll give them these teaching aids. And they're intended to look at this stuff and internalize it and personalize it and teach it. But it looks like sometimes all they do is just uh, copy-pasta, which is to copy and paste. They're not really um, living it, as it were. And, I, well, first, for what, what was meant by that? And it's an answer to something else as well. But first... So what did the Buddha mean by if there was permanence even in this uh, speck of dust, then there wouldn't be liberation in the teaching? And what he meant was, a lot of opposites here, but what he meant was because nothing is permanent, impermanence, that is the liberation. And what does he mean by that? It's a long quote here. The first access of faith in the mind of the practitioner is in itself the cum, cum, culmination of the entire path. Uh, the very realization of final Buddhahood, faith or confidence in the possibility of enlightenment is nothing but enlightenment itself in an anticipatory and causative modality. I didn't really worry about messing it up much. The idea here is realizing the doctrine, the truth, the teachings, the path, is enlightenment or awareness itself. Realizing that nothing is permanent. And, and permanent, empty of self, um, and suffering if we try to attach to it, either applying a label of self or expecting permanence. So that's the teaching in that. Buddha was saying, because nothing is permanent, the teaching itself is liberation. 
And as far as a question someone asked, a little obscure and and, um, difficult, but it has an answer in a sense, particularly when we were talking about uh, emptiness, dependent origination, um, and impermanence. She asked about death. Is that permanent? And there's an answer to it. And what I would quote would be, when one understands that origination is without self-nature, then there is no origination. That's teaching emptiness. When you understand, and it's also teaching that the, the understanding of this truth is liberating itself. What it's teaching is emptiness, dependent origination, impermanence, right? When you understand that nothing is self, Nothing is permanent. Nothing is yours, mine, it. When everything is this equanimity, this oneness, this emptiness. When you understand this, there is no origination with self, then there is no origination. Same can be said of origination itself. When we were talking about arising and falling away, arising and passing, um, the idea of death is simply yet another state. When a feeling and an emotion is no different than a rock, they're all objects, all states, experiences. It depends. Again, these uh, term wars, but the idea is death is but a state, uh, a passage. Right? In the Tibetan idea, it's a uh, passage to the next, realm, whatever that may be. But in this idea here, death therefore is not permanent because it leads you to this next state, whatever it may be. If it's impermanence, that Tathagatagarbha that we've talked about, the Buddha nature, is it, you know, this perfected nature, the Dharma, uh, Dharma Datu, or um, the Amala Vijnana that uh, I've pulled out from the, the dregs of lost history here. So the teaching in this case would be that no, nothing is permanent. So even death itself is but a, a doorway, as they would say, to the next uh, experience, <laughs> as, as the Vipassana movement would love to say. Right? So that's what resonated for me. Um, if only that maybe were... Uh, the same thing that resonated for others. Right? So my takeaway here was uh, the heart of the teachings is dependent origination and emptiness, impermanence of the self and the suffering that flows from attaching to anything as being either permanent or an object at all or attached to the self or the self being a thing. Uh, that is the object. So when you sit there, and whether you're from the Burmese tradition where you're uh, applying mindfulness to everything, sati, or just noting, noting is remembering. Remembering what? Your morality, of course, wisdom gets into this idea here, right? There is no self. So origination itself doesn't exist. Emptiness, right? The three truths. Uh, and then that's where contemplation comes in. You spend your time thinking about these truths, uh, understanding these truths themselves are liberating.